You are listening to the Phoenix Podcast with UK life and wellbeing coach Zoe Thompson. Meaningful and light-hearted conversations packed with hints, tips and advice to help you live the life that you want with confidence. Like, subscribe, share and make sure you stay tuned to create the tomorrow you want while learning to love your today. Good afternoon if you're joining us. I'm Zoe from Phoenix Life and Wellbeing Coaching and I am joined this afternoon by with Leslie Waldron, um, a women's health coach. Um, so if you haven't tuned into any of these before, you, ha- you are joining us for uh, Fire 5 at Phoenix. So we have people coming and joining me each month. We have a topic each month. This month we're looking at our physical health. And so Leslie's joining me this afternoon. Leslie has five questions with her. I have not yet seen these questions. So we'll be having a conversation and a bit of a Q&A around physical health um, for the next sort of half hour, 45 minutes. So Leslie, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Oh, thank you very much. Um, so, hey. so my name is Leslie Waldron and I run a women's health coaching business called Wild Country Woman. I support and encourage um, time poor women in their 40s to live a wildly well life. So um, I run outdoor fitness sessions, um, one-to-one online coaching and um, I have an online membership as well. And I really believe that women need to understand how to live well, to live worldly well, to feel good inside and out, and that they need to know how and why to do it. So rather than telling them what to do, I encourage them to explore what works well for them. And I love it. And that's so important, isn't it? I think in helping and I think that's the advantage of or the one of the benefits of coaching isn't it is that it's not about us giving people the answers it's about giving people that time and some guidance to explore the best answers for themselves and I love I love the wild woman I love that theme I love that topic I love the fact that you're outside working with people although it's throwing it down at the moment but I don't that doesn't stop you does it no, no. In fact, there's something actually really extra special about getting an absolute drenching um, and then knowing, you know, having the good fortune to go back inside and dry off. And as I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in practicing gratitude and the gratitude I have for dry clothes, a hot shower and a hot cup of tea after a drenching at half past six in the morning for an outdoor workout really, you know, Right. You, you lost me at half past six in the morning, but up until then, I, was, I was right with you. <laughs> Not at half past six in the morning. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an early bird. Uh, yeah, see, my, my brain is awake, but I like uh, I like the first first sort of hour of the morning. I like that quiet quiet time. Mm. So getting up and jumping around is yeah, that's that's an evening thing for me. Yeah. So. And so, that's such an important thing to know, is to know exactly. that that works for you. Exactly. So you are more likely to find me running around at nine, ten o'clock at night than you are at yes. certainly not six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so have you got some questions for me? I have. Yes. Should we, get, should we get straight into it? I'm yeah, let's go for it. So... Well-being is a big part of how and why you and I both help people. Um, but I wanted to know what role 
does activity and exercise play in your own personal life and well-being right now? And what holds you accountable? Good question. So my, so right now the gyms are back open. So I'm back in at spin classes, which mm-hmm. I, I've really missed over lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly from, from my perspective, and I had this, this came up with um, Jamal in last week's chat of, of, you know, how being active is really important to me. So I found you know, not being able to go to classes during lockdown when the gym was shut and the, the accountability of classes mm. I find really difficult. So there, you know, we, we've got workout equipment at home. We had, you know, we've got YouTube workouts, but I found it really difficult to get into mm. that routine and show up and do any kind of exercise. And certainly jumping around in the front room was... Just didn't just didn't tick the box for me. So actually, in the last sort of month, two months, I started going out running again, just because I needed to move. I needed to be outside, and I needed to move. So I walked. Um, you know, when the weather was really nice, I was going for walks, and then when the weather started to turn a little bit, I started going out for runs. But it's been really nice to get back into the spin classes. And over the last week, I've started to add in some sort of strength training workouts um, mm. alongside it. So I wasn't I wasn't walking very well. The, the first week I went back into the, <laughs> into the weight section, the um, I did really struggle a little bit. So uh, for me, it's the accountability of classes. It's booking into the classes, mm. and then I can build that into my routine. So the you know the classes at the gym are always the same same time. So if it goes into the calendar. Um, I can book them in, for, you know, weeks in advance, and then I can work around that rather than mm. trying to fit it in around a pre-existing routine so for me it's almost that's where you know the the sessions go in mm. and then work gets built in built in around it so I, I've and I've done that for a long for a long time I mm. think that for me is um is how I can keep it a priority but it's mm. it's not just my physical health it's my my mental health as well if I'm not out and moving um you know, um, all of my clients are, are here in, in, in the computer. So whereas you get to get outside and move mm. around with yours, um, you know, I can I can sit here all day and, and not move. So that's really important to me to try and get, get those booked in as much as as much as possible. That's really thank you for that. That's great. Right. So um lockdown for many people changed habits and lifestyle almost overnight. Um, and as we head back into new normal, I'm starting to get annoyed with the phrase the new normal. I think it's just new. Let's go for just new. Let's not forget about normal. Let's go to new, next new stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so people are wanting to get back into sustainable exercise habits, sustainable healthy habits. What would your, some of your key tips be for people who are struggling to do that to make the one kind of thing worked in lockdown and now life is kind of getting busy again mm. how what would you be your tips you've talked about accountability and about classes and programming it in somebody's not used to that doesn't have access to the gym what would be some of the tips that you might do? i i think one of the is it's just making the small changes that you can be consistent with yeah. and then building on those and i think 
you you probably see this in your world as well is people think that they they know where they want to get to or they have a really good idea of where they want to get to especially with physical health because it's quite yeah. it's quite clear cut isn't it they want yeah. to be you know a, a certain they want to look a certain way they want to be able to do something particular or they want to have a certain um, level of health so they're yeah. very sort of tangible goals aren't they yeah. with health with that that side of things yeah. so I think people look to see where they want to get to and then it's almost people look for the quickest way to get there and then it's not always sustainable in fact most of the time it's not sustainable so it's almost like they want to get from a to b at 100 miles an hour mm -hmm. and they don't have the either the type of car or the enough fuel in the engine that's going to make that happen I so it's like okay look at where you are now it i think it's definitely a good idea to have an idea of where you want to get to mm -hmm. but break that down and chunk that down and put mm -hmm. some milestones in of where if you want to get to this point what what are the what are the milestones that you can pick out between where you are now and there and then just start working towards each milestone rather than the complete end goal so it might be you know um being able to walk um a couple of laps around the block that might be the first milestone the second milestone might be walking a couple of laps in a certain you know a certain amount of time or it might be a dress size or it might be being able to walk at a certain speed and get your breath back a lot quicker you know it'll, whatever the goal is there'll be different milestones but i think it's for me sustainable and consistency are the probably the two things that are key but also it's around you know you haven't you probably haven't had the habits and behaviors that you have at the moment you've probably had for quite a long time it's going to take some time to get to where you want to get to so give yourself some time to do that and not try and you know you're not going to get to a certain goal in a month's time so you need to set yourself something that is sustainable that fits in with your routine so a lot of what I talk about with people is how much energy mental and physical energy you've got mm. to invest in this so it's not just the emotional investment of how much do you want this to happen but also how much mental and physical energy have you got to invest in making this happen and adjusting that until you've got something that is sustainable and something that you can be consistent with and that you want to be consistent with because I think sometimes there's a disconnect between what people want and then what people can show up to and then people just get you know they get disappointed or they give themselves a hard time because they've not shown up in the way that they said they would when actually that might not have been realistic in the first place yeah so absolutely. I think that that would be, you know, look at where you are now, look at where you want mm. to get to, but break it down into those smaller milestones and work. look at what those milestones mm. are and then just build on where you are now. So if you if you can walk for a mile this week, aim for a mile and a half next week and mm. just, you know, there's no point in going from a mile to a marathon. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. End up upset, disappointed, 
all of on all of those other emotions that aren't necessarily helpful i mean is that kind of in line with the work that you're absolutely you're singing from the same song sheet yeah absolutely and in fact this week i'm running a free challenge called the feel good factor challenge where we're covering exactly that you know knowing where you are like that is like <laughs> i love your analogy about having the right car and the right fuel in the car because uh, what I've been talking about is okay. You, you might as well. You might be setting your sat nav to a certain direction. Yeah. But if you don't know where the start point is, then your journey is going nowhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you have to start start with the start point with this. You know, understanding where you are, and then often because if your energy is on the floor and and you're not sleeping and you're um you're eating really badly, then is going all out on physical exercise actually the best bet? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, that's finding ways of prioritizing where the focus is, and and then and what what is yeah you need to know the goal, but you can't yeah. necessarily the, the the goal needs to be realistic. So you need to start with where you are, otherwise you're going to set on the like running a marathon in six weeks yeah. time. And and you must see it as well. People set the sat nav, they get really excited about where they're mm -hmm. heading towards, and then they get in the car and they try and start in gear three. <laughs> And then they like and then it's like and then it kind of stutters and stalls mm -hmm. and then it, it all gets thrown out the window. Oh, I can't do it, I can't do yeah. it, it's just impossible. And it's like it yeah. is it is possible, just not in the way that you're mm -hmm. trying. And if you've been trying to do it like this for a, quite a long time and it's not got you where you wanted to get to yet that probably then you need to look at okay what methods are you trying and to try something different so um out of interest is your can people still sign up to your chat if anyone's watching now yeah they, they can start it today so if people want to sign up for it then they um then yeah it is brilliant we'll, we'll pop we'll pop the link in the comments for people that catch it today to to join i i think challenges like this um i did one last week but i think short challenges to give people a bit of a taster and a short focus can be really, yeah. really helpful absolutely and september is is that time of year when we want and need a little bit of um we kind of want the, you know new pencils new trainers yeah. <laughs> you know let's do something that's a bit new um and and with the kids going back to school for many of the women in my audience it is a chance to go okay i've got a little bit of time for myself and not even knowing where to start because you've been looking after everyone else for so long. So yeah. my hope is that this is about helping people find that start point and start moving forwards. Yeah. And I think it's that now's a really good opportunity to create a new routine as well, isn't it? Because we've gone from, you know, I think the, the women that you're working with, they've gone from potentially being at home working and homeschooling to mm. home working and uh, school holiday entertainment yeah. to now the children going back to school which gives I think it's almost that I think September I think September more than January is a Definitely. good is a good place because the weather changes the season mm -hmm. changes you've got a new month new academic year the mm -hmm. clocks are going to change so it feels like there's a change yeah. rather than January Definitely. not so much so I think is a good it's a good opportunity to create Yes, and new, a new yeah, routine. To do new things, yeah, and that, yeah, and to, to, and actually, I also think that there's something about September, where kind of as we go into the autumn, like you look at nature, I think lots of outside, 
you look at what nature is doing and there is a sense of change, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's a change and there's a letting go. And so I think it's a good time. What can you let go? What can you let go of yeah. that's been holding you back? What can you let go of that allows space for new growth? And that, that new you can blossom, you know, that that you're putting down roots now for for your goals, which might not yeah. you might not you might not get them until the spring. So yeah. look at what nature is telling you and and, and, yeah. and it's, it is strip it's all stripping back, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. stripping back, looking at the you know the bare branches the bare roots and then growing into something new so i think the seasons are such a great analogies aren't they for change but i think autumn winter spring and then really coming into your own in summer and that kind of blossom and growth isn't it but i I think the the seasons are are a great analogy for change but autumn is stripping back isn't it stripping back leaving behind winter looking at i think your core roots what you're who you are as as in as a person and then growing again from there and i think when you know uh, just people who work on their growth personal growth personal development quite a lot tend to go through those seasons so Mm -hmm. they'll they'll grow you know over the over the year and then they have that kind of review and okay what do i want to change that Mm -hmm. leap old habits behind that are no longer useful and then go again so I think we should we should work on ourselves as as the world works on itself with with the seasons absolutely be more true that's what I like (laughs) (laughs) I like it these tend to feature quite a lot in any kind of metaphors that I use in my coaching as well well I think it's especially with your theme of the world I think it's a great it's a great way and I I tend to go you know I think the the phoenix has that similar analogy doesn't it yes the ashes and the rebirth and stronger and more powerful so they're very 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 similar aren't they in terms of what it means yeah and women are cyclical beings you know every month we are you know and so and so actually you can use I quite often use that with women I work with as well the, you can use the analogy of, of the seasons of the year and bring them into an extra cycle of yeah. population as being summer and peak energy and mm. autumn and winter as shedding and hibernating and that yeah. actually if we work with those energies yeah. we you know and that you can do that and then that can help us with falling off the wagon with our own accountability because yeah. actually you say well you know what there's going to be a week and a half in the month where i'm not going to have that level of energy i need to rein it back in yeah and I, I, you know, I wasn't really aware personally of that until, and you know, until I was sort of strength training and then was trying to understand why something that felt so easy to lift the week before suddenly couldn't, couldn't get it off of the floor. And I think there's a lot more research now in, you know, for, for women who work in strength, but also, you know, women in sport in general. But again, all of these things, it plays down into day-to-day life as well they're actually using it i think the u.s women's national team football team they like were really like i remember seeing several articles about how they were using menstrual cycle tracking to to actually and integrating that with their training and they won the world cup so you know you want to be able to utilize that don't you yes absolutely exactly yeah to be able to use it but equally to know if somebody is about is menstruating that you might still be able to get amazing judgment out of them because they're more kind of really tuned into their intuition but you wouldn't want them to play a whole match 
So you might yeah. bring them in at the end. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that that's um, what I think about as well. But talking about strength training, I wonder if I can ask you question number three. Yes. Yeah. So in 2016, you were Britain's second strongest woman. That's amazing. I was. I got got a little trophy and everything. Yeah. What was that actually like to win? What was the behind the scenes experience for you on that day? That's what I'd like to know. Uh, I, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's uh, obviously the longer time goes on, the, the further away it is. Oh, wow. But it's still, I, I, can rem- I can remember it like it was mm-hmm. yesterday. And I think from it's an interesting it was a it was a great day for me for lots for lots of different reasons firstly i think from a training perspective things had gone really well so my training plan right up through to the day had gone really well um i started to look at my mindset a lot more where in the competitions up until then um i had really struggled with that mm-hmm. so i'd i'd done a lot of work around um, sort of mindset and that internal chapter but the events on the day were a lot of them were um, were moving events and there that was kind of where my my strength was so mm-hmm. I'd, I'd always find that challenge of the more static events there were lots of women who also were power lifters um, but for strong women when you've got moving moving events that's kind of where I came came into my own. Mm-hmm. And it's just it was just one of those just one of those days where everything everything kind of went to plan. I knew the first event was my weakest event, so I just wanted to get that out of the way and then be able to focus on on everything else. But I remember at the at the end, um, so the stones was the stones was the last event, um, which was which is always timed, and then. There was, I remember there was quite a long wait where they were counting, counting back because the points were so close. And there's there's a there's a video somewhere where they're sort of reading out in reverse order. And when they didn't read out the fourth, the fourth place, I thought, well, I must have come third. And then they read out third place. And I was like, well, maybe I've got forgotten. And I maybe I had got fourth. And it just hadn't really entered my mind that it was because I'd positioned further up. So wow. yeah, it was a great day. And it was also the first time my son had come to watch me compete. My sister was there as well. Amazing. So it was a great, it was a great day. And um, actually it was the first time I'd done a competition where family had been there. Um, mm-hmm. And the two girls that I trained with were there as well. So it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a great day and it was all outside and the weather was nice. It was just, yeah, it was just a great day. I think that's definitely... I had lots of competitions where I, you know, I loved, I, I, I can't say that I loved competing. I liked the, I liked the test. I liked the elements of being able to test my training. Um, never particularly enjoyed the pressures of competition or the, the all eyes, you know, cause I think it's, it's, you know, everybody's, watching you and it's that you know I think if we'd all been competing at the same time it would have probably felt a bit different but you know when everybody's kind of stopped to watch you I I didn't I wasn't one that ever really kind of thrived in that Mm -hmm. Um, but then I'd never really set out you know where you've got some people who set out and that's their goal to compete at a certain level 
that was that wasn't ever my goal my goal was to you know I went to the qualifiers originally to see where I kind of sat in you know nationally you know, nationally I knew I knew I was doing well locally but I didn't know how I was doing nationally and ended up qualifying and then with each competition I kept qualifying again so you know I think it for me you know that it was it wasn't it was a goal what I would call like a next step goal it was like a goal that was decided almost decided for me rather mm. than something I'd sat and said right this year and then next year this is what mm. I want to achieve so yeah I always enjoyed, always enjoyed the challenge the mental and physical challenge always enjoyed the atmosphere of being in that company with like-minded mm. people it was always really supportive um but yeah the, the pressure of competition was never yeah, you get some people who are like you can see they are at their best in that environment that yeah not not so much but, and i think also i was talking i was talking i did a workshop for um the local basketball girls team last week and i was sort of talking about that you know that the the pressure of competition and how mm -hmm. to bring your best self in competition and also that kind of sport progression when you're in that of tapping into your adrenaline and tapping into that extra energy that you get in that in that environment but because of the job that i had done and was still doing up at that stage for, for me um being under pressure was about being really calm and being, <laughs> so whereas there were other people who were competing that were like you know really tapping into that kind of sport sport aggression that sport arousal yeah. I find that really difficult because for me when you were under pressure I had learned over 20 years that mm. actually when you're in that situation yeah. to lower mm. lower your heart rate relax your breathing and just yeah. kind of be you know a lot calmer and so people used to say like Are you you know you always seem like incredibly calm and I said but that's how I am yeah under pressure so I almost had to try and learn to respond in a different way because that wasn't helping so how interesting and that was that I found that really really difficult because mm. actually you do when you're in that competition you do you need that little extra boost of adrenaline don't you you need mm. that testosterone levels to be quite high you know you need to be able to push yourself and you know when I after that competition I started training with um with a different group and I was training with a group of guys and they were all the time like Zoe you need to get more aggressive you need to attack these events and I was like <laughs> I want it to be there it's just yeah. you know I'd spent 20 you know 20, 20 years in you know working for the police where you have to be calm under pressure yeah. you have to be you know take that step back because mm -hmm. aggression versus aggression doesn't work so mm -hmm. i found it really hard to tap into because it's been a very long time learning how not to do that so yeah it was i i loved it i'm like i can the the strong woman journey for me was was about two years um and i loved it i did mm -hmm. i did i love and i've met some amazing people who i'm still in touch with it, it was it was the right decision for me to step away when I when I did and put put energies into into yeah. something different. But yeah, it's nice it's nice to have a couple of trophies on the side there. Oh, of, yeah, absolutely. great. Some great memories. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That was really interesting. Thank you for asking. Um, so quick question now, maybe maybe not. Exercise alone or with others? Which do you prefer? Mm. I like I actually like the social element of sport 
um i which for for an introvert is quite interesting for me because i actually like my alone time but from from a training perspective the majority of the things that i've chosen to do since school days have been team sports or it's been mm. training with other people you know in in the park running around or in the gym you know that sort mm. of you train, you train it's you versus you in terms of what you're achieving but you're in a group of people yeah. who push you a little bit harder I don't, I don't think you get that on your own I think mm. you can push yourself on your own but I think being with other people just pushes you and encourages you that little bit and more. sometimes you don't even notice that you're pushing yourself like when you play a team sport yeah. often you, you're exerting yourself more and it's easy, much easier than it would be if you were trying to run as fast as you could for a set amount of time all yeah. those little fast sprints and whether it's netball or football or hockey or yeah. basketball I think there's all I think some of the stuff that I've enjoyed the most has been the things that almost kind of tap into that inner the inner child like you know racing and throwing stuff around and just the things that you know just it doesn't feel like exercise it feels fun it feel you're being active but it's it's it doesn't it feels more like a fun game rather than rather than something more than that and i think that's that's probably i think that and learning learning new learning something new is always um you know i, I do miss that a little bit but yeah i think given the choice it would be with with other people with other people okay yeah all right fourth oh no i've got terrible wi-fi so it's very hard to see to tell if i um no i'm i can yeah. i can see in here okay, good. yeah flicking it out um what is yours this is the fifth and final question already what is your favorite feel good activity Ooh. what really makes you feel good from the inside out could be exercise or it could be something else so i think there's I, th I think actually just talking about what we've just been talking about the team stuff so a couple of years ago so before strong woman i was training with a group um and it was it was all people you know it was it was it was men and women but they were a, a lot of us were in our 30s but you know we were outside training um you know we tire flip we'd have running races we'd be you know it would be lifting each other up and and i i think that I think if I was to look back at all of the things that I've done, I've enjoyed all of it for very different reasons. But I think the like the laughter and the fun and the not think you know not doing it for any other reason than this is fun to do. So I think with Strong Woman, I loved that, but it you know it became very much about competitions. It was it became much more serious. Yeah. Um, you know, team sports, quite often you, you're there to, you know, you're training for games, aren't you? And then there's a pressure to win. But I think that period of time, I think those two two years, maybe three years that I was training with Apex and, and that group, we there wasn't, we weren't really doing it for any reason at all, other than the fact that we all enjoyed being active and yeah. they made it they made it fun so yeah. you know we'd have superhero games so we'd be split into two teams the heroes and the villains and each oh, would turn up and we'd you know as as a team we would go head to head in different events and you know we one time we did we trained for a zombie apocalypse you know so we had we had a six week 
training plan where it was all it was all physical activity and nutrition plans and things like that but it was all just based around a fun theme and so all of that was like for no reason you know there was no reason at all other than the fact we were all there because we all enjoyed doing it and I think that period and that was probably I was probably in my best shape my my at my fittest but I had so much fun doing it and it was you know when you get to the day of the week and it's like okay I'm you know we're off out training today or a Saturday you do you know the boot camp and it was something that you really looked forward to rather mm-hmm. than something that you had to go and you know you had to go and do because yeah. I haven't done my 20 minutes of activity today you know mm-hmm. it was something that was fun and oh God, we laughed you know it was just it was it was just good good fun I think that of yeah. all of the things I've done what would it be for you oh oh my goodness um yeah I mean it, it's it basically it's big people outside generally so yeah. I quite like I mean I used to love doing park run because there was that sense of community um, and then there was the challenge of doing that. Yeah. Um, and then equally, I have done, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to be a super fast runner, but I do love doing the running events. So half marathon is the furthest I'd go. Um, but finding interesting places to go and do a race and then the way that you can almost build a community at the start. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and those, those kind of things I really love. But community is really important to me. Um, yeah. And I think it's a big part, like when you actually look forward to doing something is really, is really useful too. So, um, you know, making it, making things fun. Um, yes. You know, we talked, mentioned earlier on, I think, talking about team sports a little bit about, bit about being connected to your inner child. And that sounds very much like, you know, yeah. talking about that, that period of your life where you had that, where it's, it sounds like play. Yeah, but it does. It doesn't matter what age you are, does it? When you're standing on a line and somebody says "ready, steady," yeah, like that. Absolutely. But it does. You can't get away from that, can you? It's almost like it is that inner. That I. It's just that that it is. There is an element of it being competitive, but it's a. It's a fun. It's a fun competition. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah, I think you just to be able to go and let loose and not be, and I I don't know whether it is. I mean, I know that for me, fun is really important because this job is serious. The job that I had before was serious, so having fun, but it's also about not being responsible. It's about not. Do you know what I mean? It's about that running around and you know the squealing and the screaming and uh, and just just being letting those responsibilities and not having to think about adulting yeah. for an hour while you run around in a field with yeah, you know, all behaving like children but having yeah. fun and being active and mm. yeah I think we adulting is just far too serious for my for my liking yeah what the more play we can bring into our lives the better I am all for that absolutely <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would definitely like to be able to do. In fact, actually, my sister's rugby club um, in in Lockleys her, do a fitness because of COVID at the moment. They're doing fun fitness sessions, and so unfortunately, work commitments mean I haven't got there. But I see some of the pictures of them mm. 
all kind of working out and and I just think actually it was it's something that I would like to be able to get involved in again so I think it's really important to find find something isn't it but that's you know that's not for everybody is it some people like the headphones and or yeah. even it's headphones from yeah. And, hmm. yeah like sometimes if you if life is really hectic and you're being peopled all the time and actually going out for a run on your on your own is absolutely bliss yeah, that, yeah definitely that's yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word bliss for me for running <laughs> but there is something yeah bliss bliss is would not be the word that i would use but uh, definitely there's something very cathartic about mm. that space and just being on your own and moving um and that's why i i wouldn't running wouldn't be my first choice but i would i would prefer to do that than nothing yeah. at all, than not moving and and not doing anything so mm. yeah it's kind of my like plan G H. <laughs> so quite far down. Right, yeah, the the list. Yeah, but, but it's, it's good to have it accessible. You know, as you said, in lockdown, you started running again because yeah, you know, and I think lots lots of people started running. So Catch to five k has been very very popular with people yeah. because most people have trainers and most people can run around the block. So yeah, that's it. It was it was a very accessible that and walking yeah. wasn't it? And we were all being told to go outside every day for an hour. I was like, oh, my work is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going out to be a Boris. Walk. I've been saying for six years. Thank you. It's now government directive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was good. It was good. And also, I think it, it was the other messages, wasn't it, about being active, taking yeah. time out to look after yourself, eating better. It yeah. was yeah it was there was there were some good messages that came came yeah. through but there was some really yeah no but then actually that that's worth i mean not worth not leaving behind you know i think i feel a bit like that was really yeah. the beginning of lockdown and that actually the conversation that's now going on around obesity has become much more negative but actually you stick with the positives that's actually much if you know your yeah. brain can do that much better then yeah. negative it's like oh right okay lockdown like internally but, yeah it's like you know there, there some people have created some really good habits in lockdown and mm. that's what you need to yeah harness shaping this new routine is making mm. sure that you find ways to keep those yeah. keep those going and I think that's where your work and my work mm. will come in and helping people with that but I think ultimately it's you know what what did you what did you enjoy that you mm. want to keep going and yeah. what habits and behaviors aren't now helpful that you want to leave behind they're simple questions aren't they but yeah. the answer putting those answers into something that shapes that shape, really yeah. in fact that i did that last last week, of the week i have an have an online med coaching membership and um a bit like you and that was the question a couple of weeks ago or last week was about re reflecting on so don't launch yourself into the new yeah. but actually how do you reflect on where you are now effectively what was good what was bad and what have you learned from that that then that you keep or that you discard i think it's yeah really, really so important. i think that's the thing is it's just that um, i use the star the stop think act review of okay stop yeah. stop stop what you're doing just yeah 
take a moment, just think things through. So I think, you know, Monday on the first official day of school's going back for anybody who's watching, sit down, stop and just think, okay, what do I want this week to look like rather than just kind of keeping that going with a momentum that may not actually have you moving in the direction you want to move in. That's what I've been doing. I dropped the kids off this morning and came back and just sat and um, listened to a guided meditation. Because I was like, I could, I've got a long list, but this, this is the most important thing today. Yeah. Well, I did my 6.30 class, watch the sunrise, <laughs> meditation, and then you get on and do it, don't you? So See, I, I was awake at 6.30, but I was sat in bed with a coffee. <laughs> things think, but in the same way, thinking things through. Absolutely. It's just, yeah. And then later I will, I will do do some some movement stuff i've been out for a little walk but yeah that yet later i will do the movement but it is so important because i think we do just i think we just keep keep going keep going keep going and it's like okay if you keep going there's that great question isn't there if you keep going in the same direction at the same pace where will you be in 12 months time is it where you want to be and i think that keeping going doing more of the same isn't always helpful sometimes Mm. Stopping and thinking and just spending that time working it through is is really important. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Well, that's so a good place. So much. It's a good, <laughs> good place to stop. Thank yeah. you so much for some. Oh, really it's been a pleasure. Thank you for answering my questions. Lots of wisdom. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I know we this so this is the first one on this topic. So yeah, it was a good good way good way to start. And hopefully, there's some some helpful and um, there is a comment there um like so jane says she likes the idea of the seasons and new start so hopefully mm-hmm. as people are watching back um there's some useful information for people to take away as well but if you can drop the link in the comments for your challenge mm-hmm. and then if anyone is watching back today and wants to hop in on that then it's a good yeah. a good opportunity to to yeah. um, about the restart button but in a really nice gentle knowing where you are sort of way yeah. not getting in the wrong class <laughs> perfect um and we're, if you can drop your facebook where we can find i will you do there. oh thank you so much yeah. come and find out more from you they can mm-hmm. find you nice and easily i can do it here or do it in there um i well i can drop it i think it was tagged in the original post anyway but uh, when i I repurpose this i will drop drop the links in as well so people can find you nice and easily thank you you so much for your help and for for your help for your questions (laughs) and for um some really nice conversation it's always a pleasure to speak to zoe bye (laughs) thank Thank you. you wait a minute Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.